The following is a First Nations Health Authority podcast. The FNHA is a health service delivery organization responsible for administering a variety of health programs and services. So my name is Terry Lee Aldred. I'm Beth from Clasden. I'm a member of Lasilu, the Frog Clan. And I'm calling in today from the Clayley Tanay Traditional Territory, otherwise known as Prince George, and I'm a family doctor by trade, and I'm the current medical director for primary care for FNHA. Historically, in First Nations communities, we've been disproportionately affected by different pandemics, including the smallpox pandemic, but also more recently, the H1N1 pandemic. And so for us, vaccines have always been life-saving and could have prevented devastating loss historically if they were available. As Indigenous people know full well, there have been many instances where there have been wrongful research done on Indigenous people, including different experiments that happened in residential schools and Indian hospitals. And so I understand that there's a lot of hesitancy and fear when it comes to vaccinations or any kind of new medical procedure or medication. And in current times, especially when um, Indigenous people are being prioritized for this novel vaccine, I can understand why some people would have reservations or fears around that. Both the Pfizer and the Moderna, which are the vaccines I know the most about, none of the safety protocols of the vaccines were cut in order to have them in production. And so because of the global nature of this pandemic, um, the reason why scientists were able to produce a vaccine so quickly was because the medical community, the academic community, and the governments were all working together and sharing knowledge, and there was less bureaucracy. And so because of that, they were able to um, have many collective minds working together for the greater good. In addition, because of the overwhelming devastation of the COVID pandemic, there was no shortage of volunteers for the first human trials of both Pfizer and Moderna. And so Pfizer had over 40,000 people and Moderna had 30,000 participants. Some of those were with the Navajo Nation in the United States. Because these trials were done in the U.S. and not in Canada, we don't have data from Canada yet. And so that amount of participants for a first human trial is actually 10 times the amount that usually is in first-time human trials. And leading up to the human trials, there were animal trials. They went through all the necessary safety steps that they usually do. And for Health Canada to approve them, they also went through their judicious process to ensure that these vaccines were safe for widespread use. I think it's important for people to get the vaccine because, unfortunately, due to the history of colonialism, Indigenous people are at higher risk of having adverse outcomes due to COVID, including increased morbidity and increased mortality. And so Indigenous people are likely to get sicker and are more likely to die from the COVID virus. And that's due to higher prevalence of things like disease burden, as well as some socioeconomic situations like overcrowding in housing. And so because of that, I think it's really important that people consider getting the COVID-19 vaccine because we don't know the long-term repercussions of getting COVID. And already there have been three specialized clinics that's opened in the Lower Mainland to help people who are having chronic symptoms due to infection with COVID-19. This vaccine could help prevent a lot of people from having really long-term consequences. 
In addition, we need at least 70% of the population to be immune for us to at least develop what we call herd immunity. And so even if you aren't somebody who has a condition like asthma or COPD or diabetes or heart disease that would make you at higher risk, you could have loved ones that do have those conditions. Um, as well as younger people, we have a duty to protect our elders and children, people who are pregnant and breastfeeding, and those who aren't able to get the vaccine yet, or who may always be unsafe for them to get the vaccine. I was vaccinated. I was actually vaccinated on January 1st. And so heading into the new year, it really, in the end, filled me with a lot of hope. I was the week before, uncertain when I would be eligible for the vaccine. But given that I do serve First Nations communities in rural remote areas, I was considered eligible. And after I got the appointment, though, there's been a lot of fear and anxiety this year. And so some of that came up for me, too really had to get my heart and my mind in a good place to receive what I really feel is good medicine. And so on January 1st, um, I woke up early and prepared myself mentally and physically to go in and receive the vaccine. And from the moment I got it, I was just filled with relief. And I had very minimal side effects. I had felt a little bit tired afterwards, and I had a little bit of a sore arm the next day. And otherwise, I've been feeling great. I think everybody's experiences receiving vaccines will be different. And so not all people may have the minimal amount of side effects that I did. Generally, they are very minimal. So it could be a sore arm for a couple of days. People may get a low-grade fever or have some muscle aches and pains. Generally, most people I've talked to have had very little symptoms from getting this vaccine. I'm a big believer of preventative medicine. And if you look at it historically, vaccines have saved millions of lives from smallpox, measles, mumps, polio, to flu, and, and the list can go on. Even though in the West, we may be privileged enough not to have high prevalence of these diseases, there's a number of areas in the world that aren't so privileged. And there's certain populations that also tend to still see these conditions come up. I do believe that being vaccinated helps to make us healthier, helps us to live free of diseases that had devastating consequences before. And, you know, I think that we can always look to make things safer, to do our due diligence, to ask a lot of questions and keep improving the technology to continue to make them as safe and with as minimal side effects as possible. I really do believe that vaccines are good medicine. You have just listened to an FNHA podcast. Find out more about the First Nations Health Authority by visiting fnha.ca or by following us on social media.